and one, two, three. Hell yeah. I feel like I I, I realized I do it backwards because of Freddy from iCarly. <laughs> Dude, three, <laughs> two, let's do it. Dun, 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 and then, yeah. You see. <laughs> Are you a fan of iCarly? <laughs> <laughs> what about the horror movies that inspire it? <laughs> Do you like Ice Nine Kills? Not really. What about the horror movies that inspire them? Yeah. Well, if you answered yeah to either of those, you're in the right place. Welcome to Silver Screams and Horror Scenes. Do you like scary movies? I I, I honest to God thought you were singing the Home Improvement Dude, that that would be you might you probably should do that just to throw everybody off. <laughs> all right, everybody, welcome back to the show. I'm leaving all of that in. That that's the intro. This <laughs> that's the, uh, here here you are back with your host Matt and uh, his co-host uh, Austin. And uh, uh-huh. I know what are we what are we doing back here, man? What are we doing here? I thought I thought uh, we was done. Yeah. So you might be thinking, what is this season two? No, it's not. This is a bonus episode because Ice Nine Kills had the audacity to put out a bonus track like months after we finish talking about the album yeah so we're not done talking about the album no we're not we're not done here <laughs> we, we thought we, we thought we were out they pull us right back they, in they pull me right back in it's not over we're on overtime because you know they said we're gonna give a bonus and we we, we just had a, we got to make sure that happens we can't just we can't just let that out there out and about naked and freely willing uh, with no episode yeah we'd better be getting paid time and a half for this yeah yeah <laughs> Spencer's working us like Bezos, and I'm not sure if I like it. <laughs> but yeah, so if you're a fan of Ice Nine Kills, you probably know that they just released a new track. Uh it's the end of the Horrorwood saga. And so Austin and I are of course gonna come together here to cover it for you. Yeah. Yes, we did. And yeah, I don't even uh, know if I even guessed the last ep- at the ending of the last episode what the next song would you, be. You did. So, yeah. So, on the last episode, you guessed what the first song of Silver Scream is. Uh, okay. But so you didn't guess it, what the bonus track was. No. No. Would that be crazy if it was? <laughs> but no. Right. Like, they were like, all right, he, he talked to somebody about making this song happen. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, here, we'll, we'll get into that in a minute, but, uh, yeah, in case yeah, you haven't yeah, caught no on, I'm Matt, that's Austin, uh, what? I'm a big Ice Nine Kills fan, Austin's a big horror fan, What? so, I'm showing him these songs, he's showing me these movies. And then, and then we'll be, we'll be surprising each other with the bonus today, because quite frankly... Uh, we are gonna, we're gonna bend the rules a little bit. We're gonna, you know, we're on overtime. We don't, we don't have to play by daytime rules. No, this is, this is Silver Screams and Horror Scenes After Dark. <laughs> after Dark. This is like the PTA meeting when you see your, your gym teacher crack open a beer. That's yeah, a, this is not okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that happens at PTAs, right? I don't usually go to those. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyways, uh, so with Austin being our horror aficionado, uh, I tend to start off the episodes with asking him a horror question, and I've got one ready for you. You know, with Halloween right around the corner, it is a Halloween-related question. Ooh, so good! I have been in the spirit, especially as we're getting down near the end of October too. As of right now. Oh, yeah. I, I'm ready, man. I'm, hit me with it. All right. So it, it's a pretty straightforward question. Nothing too crazy. But uh, what are some of your go-to Halloween movies to get you in the mood? Oh, that's cool. That's cool that you asked me that because I literally was just – um, I was literally just putting together, like, a random YouTube playlist of just 
Halloween specials, everything. And uh, I saw that. I managed to find some like horror movies like on YouTube. So I was like, okay, let me throw it in this thing. And the number one movie I will always say is the movie Halloween. Like it's just everything about that movie. The the suspense, the atmosphere, the music, especially the music that plays when Lori's walking. It just puts me right back in the mood of Halloween every time. And I managed to find the TV. Oh, yeah. I managed to find the TV spot version where they had additional like deleted scenes that's not in majority versions shown. Um of like Lori getting ready after school and then like uh, scenes of Dr. Loomis at the hospital. So it's like, it's really cool to see like extra scenes like that. I only seen it like once or twice when I was a kid and it like, it almost gave me Mandela effect stuff where I was like, I know I've seen <laughs> these, but I like, I swear every DVD version I bought did not have those deleted scenes. Right. Dude, that's awesome. I, I love it when they do that for like the TV presentations of the movies. Yeah, like, for whatever reason, sometimes movies need that when they need additional footage for TV. I don't know how often that happens, but it's, it's like, a culture shock when you see, like, what? What is this? I've seen this movie a thousand times. When does this, when does this show up? Honestly, that's probably where a lot of, like, Mandela effects come from for, like, people talking about movies. They're like, no, this scene was in the right. movie. I saw it or on they, Or they filmed... Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Um, as for other movies, there's a couple like things that I watch aside from movies uh, to put me in the Halloween spirit. Okay. Um, usually I watch a lot of uh, Cinemassacre on YouTube. He does like the angry video game nerd. Oh but, yeah, like, he yeah. does the thing called Mo- he does the thing called Monster Madness that I watch like, but he's got so much of it that it's it's almost kind of a tradition for me to watch. And it instantly puts me right back in the mood. But as for other horror movies, I might be a basic bitch on... Oh, of course not a Living Dead, though. Uh, the original Black and White, not a Living Dead. Who can deny that? That one's... I think I stick with the classics. I think, I think there's a lot of... I love watching a lot of obscure horror movies. Uh, a lot of old Black and White ones. But I think if I really need to... If, if I'm for some reason in a kink and I'm like, I can't get into it, those would be my two, those are my The Doctor's Orders uh, type movies for me. Hell yeah. Okay, so someone actually asked me this the other day. They were like, what's your favorite Halloween movie? And I was like, huh. I had to think about it for a second. And I feel like my answer is kind of weird, but it's a movie that I love and try to watch every October. And that is, uh, it's Fright Night, but not the original one. The, the one from like... Oh. 2014 with like Anton Yelchin and Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Is that worth watching? I heard it's really gory. I really enjoy it. I saw it in theaters when it first came out, and uh, I I bought it on DVD. Now I have it on my Voodoo account. Like I I just I don't know. I I really like it. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you know that's what I like about movies is that you can watch a movie and not have any explanation as to why you have the feelings the way you do about it yeah like you just do i wouldn't call it like a masterpiece or like even a classic it's Mm -hmm. but i enjoy that matt i think about every horror fan could probably relate to you because a lot of fans uh, a lot of people that like love movies like that they'll have one that like they know is low budget. They know the acting is terrible. And even most commonly, if it's more of a comical one too, but it's just something about it. It's like, yeah, I like that one out of all of them. And it's, right. it's, it's funny to hearing it. You're like, really that one? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, here, but, uh, I, I am going to sell you on this movie in two, in two parts here. Okay. 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 So the first part, David Tennant, who was Dr. Who, he is in this movie as a vampire hunter. Okay. And okay. then uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but McLovin from Superbad is a vampire in this movie. I do remember seeing that back, like back in the trailers for it. Yeah. And I, I do know that Chris Sarandon does show up um, back into that movie too. I don't know how, but I do remember seeing that he's in it as well. Oh. Cause he was in the, uh, in the original as the um 
the next door neighbor vampire. Okay. And I think we've talked about him. Or, oh, yeah, he was in Child's Play. Yeah. He, he, yeah. he was uh, the detective. Yeah. So here's yeah. here's a question, too. Should I watch the original maybe this year? Because I've never seen the original. Yeah. I would say, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not all into vampire movies. Uh, I I can't, well, I can't say that anymore. I used to never when I was younger, but um, yeah, it's really good. It, it, you get a mix of like that Disturbia, if you like that kind of movie, where you're like, I'm pretty sure my neighbor's like a killer, and I have to prove it type movie, right? Um, it, and it'll put you in the '80s, uh, the '80s mood too. Uh. And there's some good special effects. Not gonna lie, there's some really good uh, physical practical effects in it. So it's um, it's a good yeah. It, if you're if you're in the mood for like a nice '80s like horror film and a vampire movie, it it, it would be like a nice double feature with like Lost Boys. All right, hell yeah. Maybe, maybe that'll be the my Halloween movie this year. You know. <laughs> heck yeah! Heck yeah! Good old Brewster. <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Um, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, but uh, did you happen to have a music question for moi? Um, I do, Matt. I do. It's simple, and I've asked you this before. Uh, I did have another question, but I was like, no, nah, I, 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 like I like the energy of asking this one again. And it's just, uh, Matt, what have you been listening to recently? Ooh, I was kind of hoping you'd ask me this. All right. So See, I knew there was a reason. I knew <laughs> there was. So, uh, first off, I have had the album Jackpot Jackpot Juicer by Dance Gavin Dance in my car for the last month. Uh, <laughs> that's all I've been listening to while I drive. It It's great. I fucking love that album. It's really the only <laughs> album I've listened to by them in whole. Like, I've listened to some of their older songs, but I love this album so much. Hey, is, is it one that you just find yourself going back to, basically? Yeah. Um... So like I'd never I I'd heard of Dance Gavin Dance before they put this album out, but then I heard the lead single from mm-hmm. this. Uh, it's called Synergy, and I was like, oh my god, I mm-hmm. I fuck with this song hard. Like I love this. And uh, yeah, was was it like a first time realization, or was it like after a couple listens to, or something happened where you're like, damn, this really is good. Okay, so there's a part in the song that I heard on TikTok where towards the end, so. Have you listened to Dance Gavin Dance? Uh, not really. Not, I can't say that I have. Okay, so they're kind of like a huge blend of genres. Like they're like they're mostly metal, but they also have like a lot of pop and like funk elements. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And uh there's a part in that song where like the screamer just goes crazy. He's almost like rap screaming but it's like funky at the same time like it's just got like a melody and flow to it where i was like oh this is like itching my brain when i hear this and so I listened to that song a lot, and then I listened to the whole album when it came out, and I was like, I love this, and I bought it, and now I've been listening to it for, like, a month straight in my car. <laughs> yeah, it sometimes it really, it it just happens when when you just, you're just like, man, I think what happens, too, is that when you, you, know, you when you end up getting stuck on an album like that, like you said, you'll, you'll get one song in particular, and you'll focus on that. And you listen to the whole album, and then and then as time goes off, you'll you'll get off the one song, and you'll start hyper focusing like another song. Yeah, pretty and then, much. And, and and you're just like, you know what? We might as well just start the whole thing over, <laughs> right? <laughs> um. Other than that, I've been listening to a lot of Bill Murray lately. Not the actor, the band. Uh, <laughs> right, right. Was that one of the bands you said you saw earlier this year? Yeah, I think since I saw them live, I've just had them constantly on rotation. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, if we're on some Bill Murray. But yeah, no, they're they're well, then, fantastic. I, I think a lot of times happens you'll you'll hear the record the the recording first on some music, and then you go see the show live, and they might play it a certain way. Or you just notice things from the song differently when you hear it live to when then you go back to the studio recording. Yeah. And you're just like, the song sounds better. 
Like I've had that happen a lot too. Dude, so um they have this one song. It's a cover actually. It's called Fuck I'm Lonely. <laughs> Emo is fuck mm-hmm. title. But um <laughs> uh, <laughs> No. <laughs> so I went and saw them with my buddy Nick, who I record super normal with, my other show. And uh Oh yeah, good old Nick. Yeah. <laughs> And wait, oh, oh, Nick who? Hold on, one more right. time. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> Nick Black. But, um, <laughs> anyways, so uh, the whole way there, he's like, man, I hope they play this song. Like, I love this song. And, like, I'd heard it before, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's it's a cool song. And they played it live, and it was so good and fun. Like, mm-hmm. just because there's so many times in the song where it, it's sort of out of context here, but they, like, stop all the music and just yell, fuck. And so, uh, yeah, just getting into that, like with the crowd now, I I'm listening to that song all the time, like on my phone and stuff. Yeah. I think what happens is that when, when bands record some songs, they record it in order to remember it. Because I think what happens is that. They realized they recorded it because it was just so funny during a session that we're like, yeah, this is going to be fun to play live. Dude, yeah. <laughs> to where they're like, well, we got to record it. And then they realize, well, it doesn't really do it justice. Wait till we play it live. And then, then, then you'll see the reason why we wrote this song. Right. But I mean, and now having seen it live and been a part of that, I still, I really enjoy the studio version now. But like, yeah. I, I didn't oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. nearly as much before I saw it live. Right, and I think, and I think with that, you're like, oh, okay, that's why they, they, that's on, on here. Yeah. Like, okay, and then it's like, well, then it's like plus the positive experience shared with it too. That doesn't play a big factor, right? But yeah, I think that's that's been most of my rotation lately. Are those two bands? Hell yeah! But uh, speaking of bands, yeah. I guess we should get into the band we're here to talk about today. Hell yeah! Oh wait. Matt, I do have one side tangent before yeah. we get started, if you don't mind. Yeah. So we had talked. Was it was it the band Bill Murray that signed your DVD copy of um, <laughs> Herbie, Herbie Fully, Fully Loaded? Loaded? No, that was uh, the band Riley. That was that's right. That's right. I felt the need, so I went to a show earlier this week, and I felt the need to one up you on that. Oh God. <laughs> so. I went to go see a band called uh, Millie that uh, is from L.A., and they managed to play over here on this side of the country. And I was like, I got to go see them. Right. So when I went to go see them, uh, they played down at the Lager House uh, down in Detroit. Okay, yeah. And uh, I had them sign my GameCube copy of Shrek Super Slam. (laughs) Dude, I love it. Okay, yeah, this is, this is the new thing for any music fans out there, okay? <laughs> Next time you go to a show, don't bring the band CD, don't bring a poster or something. Bring yeah, something yeah, yeah. that yeah, has yeah. nothing to do with the band, have them sign yeah, it. whatsoever. But they it will... felt like there was something about it. There was something about it that was Shrek, it was GameCube, that was like, this fits the tone of the like the music genre, yeah. like, for sure. I'm like, telling you because that... like. Like, that's the most (laughs) memorable way you can meet a band that you enjoy. Yeah, like, you'll never get somebody else that you'll forever remember the person that brought you that. (laughs) And, uh, because I think the singer Brendan even wrote, uh, I think, Shrek Forever. Because his first reaction was, Shrek, hell yeah, dude. It was like... Right. I was like... But surprisingly, nobody had played it. I was like, oh, yeah, it's Smash Bros, but Shrek. I was like, it's a match made in heaven. (laughs) Or hell. Dude, I'm so proud of you. I feel like I feel like a proud father right now. <laughs> I know you're like I you're like I I, I walk so you could run. I want everyone <laughs> to do this. I want every single show just... <laughs> ever someone to bring some random shit and the band have to sign it. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna have it be a VHS tape of like some random movie, but the best I had was the Three Cup of Arrows, and it's like. <laughs> It's a random like uh, Disney movie, and then I was like, "No, nah, I don't know." <laughs> I was like, "Shrek all the way, Shrek Dude, is love." That's perfect. I love it. I hope <laughs> I, I hope they remember you forever. Like, I hope you see them again. Oh, and they're oh, like, "Oh, Shrek!" Guy. Oh, bro- 
Yeah. Oh, probably. I supplied him with Big John's. I was like, yeah, this is something from Michigan. I was like, this is something from like the Flint area. I was like, yeah, oh, definitely. Dude. I was like, you guys will be on the road. I was like, have some fucking sandwiches. So yeah, I hope they do. Oh, I don't care. That's that's awesome. That's nice of you. Touring bands need. It food. was yeah yeah <laughs> yeah. I I feel like that. I I feel like that's just like a common thing that like I feel like if you're on tour, yeah, for sure. It's like so, well, like one last thing to worry about. Yeah. No, that's awesome. All right. But yep. <laughs> that's so, all uh, I wanted to share. <laughs> I, I love it so much, man. That made me so happy. Yeah, I'll po- I'll probably post the pic on her on her uh, Facebook page or whatever of it. Because did you end up posting the the DVD at all? I, uh, I don't think so, but I will. <laughs> we'll post them together. Cool, cool. Yeah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I guess let's get into the bread and butter here. Um, so Ice Nine Kills did put out a new song. Uh, it is based on a horror movie, and. Austin, would you like to guess the horror movie before I give you the title and after or um, just after? Uh, you know, I can guess now because um, I have a actually decently educated guess. Um, oh, okay. And I don't even remember exactly the song title because I, I'm not going to lie. I did see somebody share it because I saw that it was the horror would cover. Right. And I was like, oh, I've already listened to all of that album. And then I didn't recognize the song title. And then I was like, am I looking at something I shouldn't be looking at? <laughs> right. um, am I allowed so I don't to see this? the song title. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mom! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm calling her like, Mom, am I okay to see this? <laughs> um, but uh, I, because we talked about it in the past, I would like to believe, because people have asked if they wanted to do a song based off of it, I would like to believe, oh, and this might be a little something else extra. They are re-releasing, so I'm guessing that it is Terrifier, because we had talked about them potentially wanting to do a movie based off of Terrifier, and allegedly, uh, they were releasing Terrifier 2 in theaters this uh, year, and I think they're showing a trailer, a hint, or a teaser for Terrifier 3 at the same time. So, I'm gonna, so I feel like there's some kind of scheme going on. I'm going to tell you this right now. That is a very good guess, but it is wrong. Oh, but I'm wrong. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> you can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, this reality sucks. <laughs> this timeline. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to give you two more shots because I'm going to tell you the name right now, and then we're going to listen to it. So also, okay. put, putting this out there, I have not listened to this either. I've been putting it off. So this is going to be both of our first listens of the song. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So the title of the track is Meet and Greet. But I'll give you another hint here, okay? Meet is spelled M-E-A-T. Right, right. That's kind of what I had in mind. Because I was trying to think, I mean, that could really go for any slasher movie, really, I feel like. Unless you're talking about food-wise. And uh, I'm trying to think of anything that relates to cannibalism that isn't zombies. Which, at that point, you can think of any zombie title. It's true. Uh, who likes to eat me? Let me just go. Did I already guess Slither? Because I think the guy eats. I think. Um, uh, I know we've tried to think of his name before from Guardians of the Galaxy. I know oh, yeah. Michael Rooker. In that movie. Michael Rooker. Yeah, I don't know. I was drawing a blank. Um, yeah, I know he eats meat, like raw meat in that movie. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot at Slither. That okay. seems like a movie I can see them enjoying. All right. Well. So Austin and I are going to listen to meet and greet for the very first time for both of us. And then we're going to find out if he's right or not. And then Matt, what, what, well, since you've never heard of the song, what horror movie do you think this is based off of? Well, I, I know which one it's based off of. Well, what, what the hell, man? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, I, I knew. <laughs> you know, he's too much. You can't listen to it. Wouldn't that be crazy if I had to just describe the song to you and you're just like, oh, okay. And then I have you describe the movie to me. Right. 
But uh, all right, yeah, yeah, it sounds fun. If you guys haven't heard this song, definitely check it out with us. Alrighty, well let's let's take a listen and see what we think. Welcome back, and first off, holy shit, this goes hard. Yeah, holy <laughs> crap. Um, I wasn't expecting a whole lot, maybe at first. Yeah. But as it gets on, as it gets further, I was like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, I guess before we get into that, though, did you did you figure out what movie it is? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The moment that I, like, opened it, I was like, oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> So, whew, where do we begin? Uh, so, well, I guess we can first start it off with, so the song is based off of uh, Silence of the Lambs, which I feel kind of blindsided because I literally said uh, eating meat. And then yeah. it was like, I've, I've literally talked about Silence of the Lambs earlier in the series. I I really thought you were going to get it. And we've mentioned before how... Uh... Spencer said in an interview or something, he was working on like a silence of the lamb song. And I thought that's what you were going to bring up with the whole terrifier thing. And I was like, Oh, he's got it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Cause I felt like there was one other movie, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was. And I do remember talking about silence of the lambs too, because I remember it was like talking about how it had an Academy award and all that. Yeah. Right. And how it's sometimes considered a horror movie. Sometimes it's not, I think it is. I think it is. Fair enough. I've never seen it, so I can't tell you. <laughs> oh man, what a ride! Oh man, what 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 a ride! <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I mean, what what are your first impressions on this song, man? Um, I okay. So I think chorus wise, it might not be my favorite so far. I think, like I said before, I'll probably have to give this song a couple listens too. I'd agree with that. Um, chorus, yeah. Um, but as for the other parts, uh, I did like how the song starts out as an introduction, um, like how uh, in, in the movie of the song, uh, that the uh, in uh, Sons of the Lambs, uh, I forgot Jodie Foster basically gets introduced to Hannibal Lecter in the movie, and it's like, uh, it's literally just like that. So I did, I did like that even as a song. It's like, how do you start the song off? Well, you start off like an introduction. Right. He's in the last cell. Stay to the left. Thank you. Don't get close to the glass. And be careful. If he smells your fear, he'll eat you alive. I love that if you're going to pick one line from this movie to be the line... For the breakdown, it would it's gotta be the I'd fuck me line. And dude. I was like, yeah. Like, dude, I was so like, yeah, when they fucking said it too. I did not expect that. Like, okay, so like I said, I haven't seen this movie, but I've it's in the social zeitgeist enough where like I know a bit about it and like I know like the the iconic pieces, you know, and I did not expect that. Yeah, it's one, almost one of those movies that the most important parts of the movies have been parodied so much to where it's almost like you get the gist of the movie. Yeah. Um, I, I that happened a lot with a lot of Kubrick movies for me. Two thousand one, Space Odyssey, and A Clockwork Orange. I saw the parodies a thousand times before I saw the movie. And then I was like, okay, I basically have seen this. <laughs> and I feel like this is one of those movies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I've I've seen, like, bits and pieces here enough where, like, I can sort of put it together. But, yeah, I still haven't gotten around to watching yeah. it. But... Right, right. Yeah, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's one of the big scenes from the movie, too, is when that happens, is when he says that. And, uh, but yeah, they, like I said, it just picked such a great part of that. And, um, 
I think after he says the line, like, close the casket, there's a part, I don't know if it's intentional, but it almost sounds like kissing, like kissing sounds. Oh, like, I didn't uh, that. like, like smack, like, uh, that's how I heard it. I don't know if it was the intention. I didn't know what it was. It was almost like a. Oh, I know what, like, in the breakdown? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was supposed to be like. It was almost the, like uh... a chugging. I think it was supposed to be like the uh, the hissing noise that Anthony Hopkins makes in the movie. Not like hissing, oh but like the, yes, yes, the, yeah, like, yeah. The, like I can't even the, do it. That was so good. I can't even do it. Oh, it's like, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's what that was. Yeah, they, it was. It was now that you mentioned it. I love that. I love that they put that because it sounded good as that, and then not realizing how that blends in with with the movie. It's like that adds another layer to how good that is, dude. I so I, I thought that was sick. I yeah. really enjoyed this. Like it finished, and I was like, I want to listen to that again. <laughs> like, I honestly not gonna lie, I did. That's why I knew <laughs> what time that took place. Cause I I got to about the, I was like I gotta listen to that again I instantly as soon as the song was wrapping up I was like all right we're not done here I was like, <laughs> right. we're not done here <laughs> round two uh, uh yeah dude I wrote down some notes here so uh the riff at the beginning after the little intro instantly gave me stank face if you know what that is <laughs> like oh yeah for <laughs> sure yeah yeah like, just like oh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's that. Uh, well, for I, yeah, for, for a relation of the discussion, it, it's definitely the um, the Patrick Bateman. Ooh, too as well. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, dude. <laughs> but yeah, um, I also I did not expect them to use put the lotion in the basket as the breakdown, like. Oh yeah, but, I, well, it's almost like that's another line that's so yeah. commonly used that you know they got to put it somewhere in the song. Yeah, like should have seen it coming. <laughs> mm-hmm. But oh my god, dude, I I've really enjoyed this. You know, like it's been out for what like two weeks now, and I've been like, I'll listen to it. You know, like I'm not too worried about it. I kind of wish I listened to it earlier. Right. I really enjoy that, right? Because <laughs> it's almost like it's almost like you don't want to like be disappointed. You're like, oh, because sometimes you do get excited excited for something new and then you like it and then time goes on you're like i only liked it because it was new but then it's yeah, like i can right. tell like this it's like yeah this is gonna stay this is gonna stay a while that's the reason why it's a bonus yeah damn well i mean so how would you you don't have to give it a specific ranking or anything but not even based oh on i like, was Oh, I was putting it in mine. I, I was putting in mine where our list was, and like I was like, hmm, where would I put this at? Okay, then yeah, I, I was already kind of. Um, I gotta listen. look back. I would definitely at least put this. Mm, maybe at least, I would say at least ta- above. Take your pick. So take take your pick for me was about halfway up the list. Yeah, that's about what I'm thinking right now. Like, just off first listen, you know, like, this is definitely in the better half, I think, being grouped into what the So, it, it would be at least number seven. How many songs did we do? Like, ten? Uh, I don't know. Or, like, <laughs> maybe more than ten? I think more. I think it was, like, twelve. It was, uh, thirteen. So, yeah. So, it'll be above halfway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, that, that's about what I'm feeling now. But I'm sure if I keep listening to it, I, it might move up higher. We'll see. <laughs> right, right. Oh, who knows? But, uh, yeah, so this is the usual point in the episode where we'd take a little break and then Austin and I would watch this movie and I'd, you know, give my thoughts on it, seeing it for the first time. But, uh, but right now we're going to hush, hush. We're going to be silent. Oh. We're going to be secret. But uh, <laughs> so there's kind of an issue there, though. So when I, this is, this is going to be a little bit of a story, but when I was about 12 years old, I was hanging out with my stepbrothers and we were watching movies on TV and silence of the lambs was coming up next. And my older stepbrother was like, Hey, you should probably ask your dad if you can watch this with us. And so I asked him and he's like, no, I don't think so. And, uh, my 
stepbrother was like, well, you know, if it gets too bad, I can turn it off. And he's like, no, let's just, you guys should watch something else. You know, like <laughs> Matt, Matt shouldn't watch that. And, uh, right, right. I know I'm almost 30 years old and like, I have a family and children, but I never got around to asking my dad if I could watch this movie. So I'm, I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Well, no, no, Matt, you're completely fine. Cause what the audience doesn't realize is that this show is strictly parental supervised. Yeah. Yeah. We have to get our parents. Okay. For all of this. There is nothing we do on this show that is not guided by a parental guardian. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no, we may seem like we get wild, we get loose, but this, there's stuff that gets cut. There's a lot of things <laughs> that get cut that people don't know about. Yeah, exactly. That uh, our parents, our parents, they, you know, like Will Smith said it best, they just don't understand. Our parents get together every week and edit <laughs> our episode <laughs> just as a group. <laughs> yeah, I really get mad when an episode gets released uh, because there's so much. It's like, I, yeah. I think we'll, I think we, we, we sit should, here for uh, like five hours each time recording. These would be, you know, I've very talked long about, I, <laughs> I've talked about a parental union strike, but we're just gonna, just because it's a bonus, we're just gonna play it safe with this. Yeah, one. exactly. So, um, we, we my... don't really want <laughs> Matt's dad to get mad. I don't want to get grounded, dude. Halloween's <laughs> coming up. I yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I gotta take my kid trick or treating. I can't be grounded, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I, dude. I so gotta take my kid trick or treating, man. Oh, if my dad grounds me, I'm gonna be so mad. <laughs> He's gonna leave me home with a baby, <laughs> dude. I swear, I swear. Once I move out, <laughs> I swear. Once I graduate. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so usually, you know, we watch the movie and then Austin will go through a little rundown, but also with this being a bonus episode, we don't want to keep it too long. So, um, Austin, do you think if I gave you a two minute countdown? (laughs) Oh, two minutes? (laughs) Two minutes. Yeah, I can do it. You can explain Silence of the Lambs to me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I can do it. I really haven't seen the movie from start to finish and like. I don't know, 10 years, but I, like, I, I've seen enough, I've seen enough of it, uh, to basically give a good gist of it. I believe in you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, this, this is going to be so many people so mad that I'm going to butcher this. This is, this but, is, yeah. All right. This is the, uh, the speed round. What is it? Speed round rundown. Uh, fast money, fast money, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, round. This is the fast money. You're round. like, you're like, Austin, if you've already told me a plot point, you're going to hear this out and then go ahead and try again. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've got my timer ready. So you let me know whenever you're good to go and I will start it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll start it. Okay. All right, go ahead. And. All right, Matt, let me know. Okay, and I, I will not interrupt you or anything for it, okay? I'll just give you the... Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. All right. It- Are you ready? Yep. All right, in three, two, one, go. All right, so we start the movie off with somebody reading us a story of a fairy tale book inside an outhouse, and then we start to find out that the character's name is Shrek, uh, and then inside the... Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so we had this movie, basically, of Jodie Foster. She's an FBI agent, and uh, she's kind of in training, if I remember, and she gets pretty much put on a case about uh, a serial killer named Buffalo Bill, and... Uh, Basically, a majority of the movie is her finding she gets in. She tries to find a lead towards Buffalo Bill by talking to, I believe, it's his ex psychiatrist, who is Hannibal Lecter, who is a high maximum security uh, patient who's known for eating his victims, and a very sophisticated a psychological man. And he like basically anybody he talks to, he just like breaks them. Um. So, meanwhile, you have Buffalo Bill, who is hunting women, uh, particularly larger women, and using their skin uh, for his skin because he wants to be in a female body. And 
I think a majority of the movie is just a goose. If I remember correctly, it's 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 a goose chase for her to find Buffalo Bill. Meanwhile, Hannibal Lecter is doing this scheme to let himself escape. And meanwhile, while Hannibal Lecter is escaping, Jodie Foster is finding Buffalo Bill. And by the end of it, she does. And Hannibal goes on a crazy rampage to get out of a... Despite all the rage, he's still a rat in a cage until he eats a security guard's face. And he says sayonara while in uh, somewhere in South America. And Jodie Foster catches the bad guy, frees the girl, and then I don't remember what happens to the dog. That's the important part key I'm missing. And then Shrek and Fiona right away on their onion carriage. And there you go, dude. That was yeah. almost exactly two minutes. You had a false start there with the Shrek shit, but you got there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the Shrek was part of it. <laughs> but okay, okay. Hell yeah. See, I feel like um, I feel like I put most of that together just from, you know, like the years of seeing bits and pieces. Yeah. But hell yeah. Yeah. Um like, like there's that, a lot that was of a good, good explanations. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I did it. That's that's the runnest that's the rannest I've ever ran in a rundown. <laughs> um yeah, cuz I don't really the, the middle part is what's really getting me on my memory cuz like I remember the beginning and the end, but if I remember a good majority of the middle is just her finding Buffalo Bill and there's like a lot of good scenes in between. But uh for the most part that is if I remember that is the majority of the movie. Okay. Well, hell yeah. I uh, I definitely will check it out once my dad gives me the A-OK. You know, I'll... Yeah, you better... I'll, I'll... I don't want to get you in trouble, man. <laughs> exactly. I just... I don't want to get in trouble. So I'm glad we found this workaround, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is now the usual part of the episode where I would give trivia about the movie. But, you know, yeah. I, I haven't seen it. So, uh... What I did here is I I made my best guesses and I made up some trivia. <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> this movie was made in the 1990. <laughs> so uh, I do have some trivia here. It's all it's all wrong, but I just want to get your input on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I would tell you if it's good or not. Not that it's true or not, but if it's good, uh, a good trivia. Yeah, yeah. Just let me know if they sound like good trivia, okay? <clears throat> All, right. Sure, sure, sure. All right. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm more than ready. All right. Is. So uh, Hannibal Lecter was actually based on a real person named Bamable Bector. Uh, he wasn't a cannibal, but instead he was a tax agent who charged way too much to do one of the Raiders' taxes, so they made him the villain of the story. Um, partially true. The most part is that, honest to God, I think he is based off of Ed Gein. I could be wrong. He might be one of the char- one of the many fictional villains based off of Ed Gein. I could be wrong in that. See, that's weird, because t- my notes say Bammable Bector is who he's based on. See... I think even then, how do you have it spelled? Because it might be, it might be French. Um, it's B A M I B A L, and then B E C T O R. That's the problem. It's German. You're mistaken. You got the wrong alphabet. It's it's the German B that that looks like a B, but it's not a B. Oh, okay, okay. So I was close. It's like pronounced with like S, so it's Sassisol sector, something like that. All right, so I was close on it, though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, uh, moving on. So Hannibal... Pretty crazy, pretty crazy. So uh, Hannibal actually rhymes with cannibal, which he is. Mm. But the writer didn't put this together until almost a decade after it came out. Um, I can see that. That, <laughs> uh, that happens sometimes. Like, people say, you intended on this, and it goes, no, no. It's like kind of like when people were saying Christopher Nolan was hinting at the Joker and Batman Begins when they had the Joker card. It's like, no, you did that intentionally. That wasn't unintentional. Right. But uh, yeah, it says here he didn't even know. No, he <laughs> knew. So uh Jody Foster, 
uh, she originally auditioned for the role of Hannibal. However, when she started trying to eat the casting director, they thought the role might be a bit too intense for her and gave her the role of Clarice instead. That is a possibility. Um, they probably like the ideal of her cannibalistic side from what they've seen of her in Taxi Driver with Robert De Niro. That is a good possibility. Right. Yeah. Uh, that is most likely a true one. Yeah. You know, Jodie Foster, uh, she's known for trying to eat people. She's really a method actor, you know? Yeah, I think there's been a couple of times Mrs. Incredible has tried to eat a couple people here and there. I mean, you really wouldn't know because microscopically she could uh, adjust some things uh, on, her, on her body to hide somebody. Austin, do you think uh, Jodie Foster played Mrs. Incredible? She did play Mrs. Incredible. No. Uh, the wife of Mr. Incredible, right? No, I'm pretty sure that was Helen Hunt. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, Matt. You're getting your you're stepping out of line on your trivia now. Okay, okay. Are you are you fact checking this? <laughs> I I you know what? We might both be wrong. <laughs> or Helen, no. It's Holly Hunter. Ah, uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> you at first, I was like, why is he talking about Mrs. Incredible? <laughs> <laughs> Do we both have our facts wrong? Uh, no, my facts I are think right. maybe... I, I made them up, so I know they're right. Um... Wow. I think she <laughs> ended up sounding a lot like her. Wow, that's one of those mind blowns. You know, usually you get facial similarities mixed up, but that was a voice mixture similarity. I've been, I've, I've, I'm having a little Mandela effect here. I'm not doing all right. All right. I'm sorry. Here, I'll, I'll move on with the trivia. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this. Tri- For once we've had a trivia scare me and I'm like. <laughs> all right. I, I'm I, having an existential crisis. All right. Well, I've just got a couple more. Okay. So, uh, the okay. entire Buffalo Bill plotline was actually inspired by a scene in Joe Dirt when Joe gets trapped in a hole by a serial killer. Um, that is a hundred percent true because what people don't realize was Joe Dirt was actually with uh, the the one that everybody knows is actually a remake. So, um. <laughs> the original one actually referenced Buffalo Bill. So that is, that is one thing that was um, consistent with the remake. A lot of people say, Oh, Joe dirt came out, you know, 10 years after almost 10 years after sounds of the lambs. And it's like, yeah, the remake did, but not the original. Yeah. The original Joe dirt came out 1931. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, that's what some people don't. (laughs) Uh, so something else really interesting, uh, the entire movie was actually filmed in 3D, but the studio forgot to send out 3D glasses when it was released, so they just scrapped that whole aspect of it. That was, <laughs> uh, that happens a lot. Oh, uh, hold on. In actuality, ha- do you think that's ever happened in a movie before? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it has in this one. It says right here. <laughs> Because I think most movies, they're fully aware by the production standpoint that, hey, this is going to be a 3D movie because it's always those 3D movies you see, like, shots filmed where it's like, hey, it's 3D. <laughs> right. And it's kind of weird. It's just kind of weird when they know that ahead of time. But there has to been – there had to been several movies that were like, yeah, it's going to be in 3D. And then they, they never get around to doing it. <laughs> so, like, just it's like you have nothing but sh- – yeah, so you have nothing but shots. I'm trying to act 3D in it because that's mostly how the shit worked anyways. I mean, when you rented a movie from a video store and it was like not, and it was intentionally 3D, you weren't going to get that shit to work on your TV. (laughs) Right. So I, I don't know. I imagine a lot of times it failed. So this being the early nineties, Matt, there's, I'm, you're going to have a lot of people fact-checking you, and they're going to be really dumbfounded when they can't find answers. Or when they find out all of these facts are right. That's what I mean. Like, they they can't prove that they're wrong. 
Right. So uh, this one's kind of crazy. Um, <laughs> so the iconic hissing noise that Anthony Hopkins makes, you know, the one that they reference in the breakdown, uh, mm-hmm. that was actually achieved by placing a very small snake in his mouth. Really? Now, yeah. do they do like a Candyman scenario where they paid him for how many a certain amount of dollars for how many snake bites he had in his mouth? Uh, no, it was his idea. It was his pet snake that he brought in. Oh shit! They didn't even know it was there. I've heard that Anthony Hopkins is a snake tamer too, so that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he tames them in his mouth. He just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, speaking of Anthony Hopkins, so he plays Hannibal in this movie, but what's interesting is he also, uh, starred in the worst MCU movie. And that is actually true, depending on if you have the same opinion as I do, that Thor the Dark World is terrible. Yeah. What's funny about Anthony Hopkins, uh, especially after this movie, is like a AAA actor. So, like, sometimes when that happens... They don't end up being in the best things. <laughs> they may like they'll be in projects that will cost a lot of money, but that doesn't mean it it's the best. Yeah. That movie sucked. Anyways, I um... mean it's 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 honestly, you know what the saddest part was however much money that uh that movie uh got put into it's not even anywhere near his top like <laughs> movies that come up when you when you search anthony hopkins movies it's it's nowhere near the top oh yeah definitely not um yeah so that pretty much does it for my trivia however i do have another piece of information that i think you might enjoy um so i brought up to my wife earlier that we were going to do an episode on silence of the lambs today and she was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I love that movie. And I was like, really? She's like, yeah, that was my comfort movie when I was, like, 12 years old. And I was like, dude, we had oh. very different parents. <laughs> that kind of. <laughs> well, I can't really judge because now that you mentioned that, my mom kind of had me the same way. <laughs> she like, <laughs> right. like now that you mentioned it, a lot of my comfort movies were like zombie movies where they were like <laughs> slasher movies. So we're like, I I've like overseen them. So, so yeah. Yeah. So because yeah. I, I was like, really this movie? And then I'm like, okay. <laughs> I was like, you know, I'm not entirely in the right here either. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a hundred percent true. So I'm guessing I'll probably watch it soon with her because it's apparently one of her all time favorite movies. You know, and that's the thing you have to do uh, with with marriage is 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 accept your significant other's comfort uh, show or movie. Dude. It's like, hey, you got to understand. You probably already seen this a fair amount of times yourself, but you're gonna see this a lot more throughout your time together. You know how many absolutely stupid comedies I've probably made her sit through in our whole relationship? (laughs) (laughs) I say the same thing with horror movie. I made her sit through Barbarian in the theaters, and it was like, (laughs) and I was like, I'll let you choose the next movie we go see. It was that bad. It was that bad. I was like, I'll let you choose the next movie we go see. All right, so uh, yeah, that that pretty much does it for my trivia. Did you have any uh, anything you want to say about the movie before we get going out of here? Um, I would. I think you might have your trivia might backwards. I think Anthony Hopkins is actually the one, um, that was the one that auditioned for Jodie Foster's role. Ooh, uh, for his. For because I think what happened was that they saw his performance in the movie Magic and was like, We need somebody like that, uh, to be her. And like you said, I well, maybe it's both, maybe I think both might have happened. It's kind of weird how that happens sometimes, yeah. You know, I they, think they TV... both audition for separate roles and they're like, You know, let's switch them, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I think it probably worked out in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, what's interesting, too, about Silence of the Lambs was that Anthony Hopkins wasn't in much horror movies. 
um, before that. And then when that movie came out, it was like, oh, we it, after that, it was like, we have to cast him as this Hannibal type character now. Right. It's crazy. But um, but no, for I, in all honesty, though, in the movie Magic, uh, it's just about it's this old horror movie about him with a with a puppet. And he's kind of like losing his mind on ventriloquism. Oh. Where, like, he goes to a cabin to kind of, like, clear his mind, and he only just, like, snaps. And uh, it's it's a 10 out of 10 performance with him. Like, you really see him go just insane in the movie. I mean, he, he's a great actor. Like, I'm not surprised. I haven't even seen it, and I'm not surprised this movie won the yeah. Academy Award. Like, <laughs> he's, he's a very William Dafoe actor where he's phenomenal in everything he's in. But if I was to meet him in person, I would definitely feel uncomfortable, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that and Christopher Walken. As much as I want to be cool with Christopher Walken, I feel like something uncomfortable might happen. That that really is like the trifecta of like cool but a little <laughs> off putting actors. Yeah, like like they're old guys that seem like they're hip with the kids, but then there's gonna be something awkward that happens. They're like, "Are you gonna kill me?" <laughs> <laughs> so before we wrap things up, I do want to ask you: Have you seen any of the like sequels or like the TV show they made? Um, no, I do know that they had, like, probably two sequels, I think. I know there was Hannibal and something else. I've been meaning to watch it, but I've heard they're not as good. I don't know if they're book sequels or just straight movie sequels. Right. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. I but know, I probably I probably should give them a go, though, now that, I, now that you mention it. Right. I know the TV show Hannibal with uh, Mads Mikkelsen was pretty popular for a while. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how a lot of uh, horror movies are getting their own shows now. I think there's been the Bates Motel has been uh, yeah. pretty popular. I think Friday the Thirteenth is getting a TV series now. Uh, Fargo, it's not horror, not entirely <laughs> horror, but something similar. It's a movie that turned into a TV series, and they're both fantastic. That's what I've heard. Not not bashing <laughs> on them, but it, it's interesting that it's like. And that sometimes that happens. You love a you know you love a movie so much. You're like, I need more of this. <laughs> you know, like can we just do something to where I get more of this? Right. <laughs> well, hell yeah. Um. Right. So yeah, I think that's gonna pretty much wrap up this bonus episode here. Yeah, I mean, there's honestly a lot of things we could talk about because this, but we 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 clearly know the legacy of what this movie is. Um, I mean, like you said, it's just. So many parodies, so many, so many uh, spinoffs, and just creation. I think Hannibal is a character that really stole the show in that movie because it's not—he's not even the protagonist of that movie, but he's the most influential part of that movie. Right. I get that. But but yeah yeah there's just there's just a, that's a lot to unpack in just a bonus episode. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're we're planning on keeping it kind of short. It's it's shorter than most of our episodes, I'd say, but yeah, yeah, just a little <laughs> bit. But yeah, um, so I guess you know, thanks for tuning in, and we will be back soon with season two, where we cover the first album at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah, we probably. are we are we are tuned back. We will be tuned back to our regu- our regu- regular. I'm trying to think of how it's pronounced. Regular sc- scheduled programming is that is that Dude, the proper term? You had so much trouble with that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know I didn't. I couldn't think of like the proper term, and then I was mixing three words into the first word. That's okay. They <laughs> they get it. It's late. <laughs> yeah, English much? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, hopefully everyone has a happy Halloween. You know, watch something spooky, listen to some spooky music, or don't. Do whatever you want. I'm not your dad. Yeah, you can watch Silence Fuck, of the Lambs. If, if, if raising the dead or a spirit is conjuring a spirit is more of your thing, whatever you gotta do. <laughs> we support it. We we support all spoopy activities. <laughs> so, uh... You know, I I guess with this being a bonus episode, we can end this however we want. Is there anything specific you want to do to end this one? You know, I will answer it the same way I've answered if I like Einstein kills. Not really.
That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. This podcast has been brought to you by Very Fair Productions. That's very fair.